I love that song so much. And when you listen to the words, it is still so incredibly relevant today. Scott Chance is with us now. Don't you think so, Scott? Oh, I, first of all, I love Dolly. Love her. Song. And it. I like how you say it. It's still relevant today because in some cases, nothing changes, right? That's right. Yeah. And that's interesting because um, so I saw this great article in the Globe and Mail about one of the problems or one of the maybe the solution to the problems that we're having lies in our lack of entrepreneurial ability in Canada. Essentially, the author of this article is saying we're not entrepreneurs in Canada and we never have been. And that's part of why we're in the economic state that we're in. So the author's name is Scott Sturrett, and he's the CEO and founder of a a charity called Venture for Canada. And what they do is to try to help people reach their entrepreneurial goals, which is kind of a cool thing for a charity to do. But I want to ask him about this article that he wrote. And I mean, just basically straight up said, we lack entrepreneurial ability as Canadians. Is that is that true, Scott? Is that what you actually think? We do lack an entrepreneurial culture. And in many ways, we have always lacked an entrepreneurial culture, at least in kind of the modern sense of Canada as a, as a nation. Um, so one of the things that I think is um, uh, important uh, to note uh, is that from the very beginning, Canada, what, in terms of our modern history, we were a hierarchical uh, society. Uh, that Canada is a place where loyalists uh, fleeing the American Revolution, who were loyal to the King of England, uh, decided uh, to, uh, to come and settle. Uh, and likewise, um, in terms of uh, French Canada or in Quebec, um, the Catholic Church uh, had significant influence for a long time, and it also was quite a hierarchical society. So when we flash forward to the present day, um, the roots of Canadian society uh, are uh, a deference to authority. But even when you look at the British North America Act, and uh, it specifically says uh, peace, order, and good government, that's a huge difference than New Hampshire's slogan of live uh, for your die. Uh, and I think when we look at Canada today is that Canadians as a people are insufficiently entrepreneurial because of these historical reasons, but also because of the fact that we are a country blessed in so many ways Um, including the fact um, that we are in a pretty safe area of the world. We have a huge amount of natural resources. uh, And in many ways, we as Canadians don't need to take huge risks compared to a lot of other countries in the world because we have a lot of good things um, going for us. So all this to say is that uh, Canada has an insufficiently entrepreneurial culture for a variety of historical and geographic uh, reasons, uh, and that this is not a new problem. This is a challenge that has existed, I think, in Canadian society for centuries. So how, like, how does this affect the economy? Yeah, how it affects the economy is a, a myriad of different uh, ways. Um, the first is that Canadian labor productivity is growing at an insufficient rate, that it's actually decreasing. And what is labor productivity? Labor productivity is essentially how much does the average Canadian earn on an hourly basis? Uh, and that, in fact, when you actually look at 10 of the last 11 quarters, based on SASCAN data, our labor productivity has been going down. And what does that mean is basically Canadians are earning less for every hour worked, even though everything is getting more expensive, from housing to transportation to food. And how does an entrepreneurial culture contribute to this? Uh, a lack of an entrepreneurial culture uh, results in a situation where there's not enough new ventures that are being uh, created. There's not enough new business or not enough big businesses that are um, thinking about changing things up or doing things in a more efficient way. Uh, And just to put the problem in perspective to kind of close this off is that the average Canadian earns around 26% less than the average American. 
And to put it in perspective, the average per capita income in Ontario is roughly equivalent to Alabama, which is one of the poorest states per capita in the United States. A lack of entrepreneurial culture um, results in uh, a decline in the long term in terms of Canadians' living standards um, and an increasing inability to pay for things like high-quality health care or high-quality transportation infrastructure. What can people do? If people, like, sort of like me, it's like, I get this. My, like, my dad w- was super entrepreneurial, um, but we've talked, him and I have talked about this a lot. It's like, he understands why it's so much harder for me because of the risk and the money and all of that type of stuff. Are, do you have suggestions or, I love how you said it doesn't necessarily have to be um, in founding or creating, like, a business or a, a company. What, where can people start and how can we grow this entrepreneurial spirit in Canada? I think risk taking is a muscle that you can grow over time, just like if someone wants to grow, you know, work out in the gym. And I think that um, if somebody wants to build that kind of entrepreneurial risk taking, start by taking small risks. And each day, each day try to think, I'm going to take a little bit of a risk. And then eventually a year later, two years of taking risk your appetite for what is a risk that you're comfortable in taking will significantly grow. So just that there's one point a takeaway for listeners is think around what are little risks you can take each day that help you build that risk-taking muscle over time. Okay, that's Scott Sturt. He's the CEO and founder of Venture for Canada, and he has this article in the Globe and Mail about the reason that we're in the economic situation we're in is because there's not enough entrepreneurs in our country. What do you think, Simi? Are we not taking enough risks? You know, I think that's been um, something I've heard about Canadians before that, I mean, that's just in our nature, I think perhaps, you know, we are a little bit more careful. Like we, we tend to like that about ourselves, but does that mean it's a bad thing when it comes to not being, not, I don't know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs, lots of people who start up business every single day here. See, and that that's kind of how I feel about it too. But, you know, he kind of mentions the numbers. Like we, we only make 26% or 26% less than every American makes, like sort of in labor dollars, just on an average. Like that number to me is a little bit scary. That and, our, and we have more rules and regulations about what you're allowed to do in this country. And that's so that. I mean, that's there's a reason for that. But but if all of that is what's contributing to like us not being able to afford to live in our own country, I do kind of think that we need to need to stretch those muscles and push out a little bit. But the idea of taking risks like like I, you know, we sort of talked about at the end there. I'm not good at it, you know, because if I if you take a risk and you fail, like there goes your house, you know. Well, that's well, that's a good point in a housing crisis. Right. Are the risks too big? Have they become too big now? You can't just, you know, great point. Start all over again like you used to be able to. Scott, thank you for that. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.